the key is to be okay with being uncomfortable, to be okay with asking questions, to understand that it is perfectly natural to be asking questions, and to be curious about the answers, and to check in with yourself. Hello, everyone. We are so glad you're here. Welcome to Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. I'm Jill Farmer. I'm one of the lead coaches at Doc Working, and I'm joined by one of the other lead coaches at Doc Working, Gabriella Dennery, MD. And today we are talking about deciding whether to stay or go when it comes to your career. Gabriella, there comes a time for a lot of physicians in their work when it feels like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can keep going here. And I know as a coach, you probably have heard from people, and I know you had the lived experience of making this decision yourself. What do you think drives people to get to this point where they're trying to decide to leave or go most often, if there is a most often? Well, that's an excellent question, because what is the driver? The driver, I think, is two things. One, what's kind of pushing you out of a career? In other words, is there a sense of dissatisfaction? Perhaps burnout may be one of the reasons. And what's pulling you out? Maybe it's wanting to experience new things. Maybe to develop another skill set. Maybe it's going in a different direction. And so I think really the conversation really starts with clients and with physicians and friends who are going through this process right now is what matters to you most? I think that's probably the first determination is what are your core values? And can you list three or four? So we'll go through some exercises around that simply because that's probably your starting point. What is most important to you as you make these decisions? Because these decisions are not easy. So how do you decide what's most important to you? That can feel like a really big and sometimes even overwhelming question. And yes, there are wonderful inventories that you can do online. There are lists of core values that you can find online. Just search core values and they'll pop up. And just literally sit down with the list, print it out, and then circle. Circle your top 10 and then go to your top five from that top 10 list, and then trim it down to three. So come up with three to five, and it could be something like, you know, I value integrity, I value honesty, I value benevolence, or I value ambition. It could be any number of things. There's no right or wrong, better or worse. It really is what speaks to you, and to be honest with that. And I would say, like, take one of those inventories and really just sit with it and take care of circling the ones you want. And because I have no doubt with the pandemic, a lot has shifted, you know, other considerations, life considerations, a lot have shifted, age, a lot shifts. And so it's good from time to time to check in with yourself and to see and to have that list, really to explicitly have a list of values in front of you. And that way you get to remind yourself of what those are, especially when it comes to tough decisions like a career change, which can be made a little easier when you have an idea of how to articulate what matters to you most. I agree with that 100%. And I would even say once you get down to distilling it down to those three values that really matter to you most, three to five, take another look and make sure they're actually your values. Because what I see happen sometimes in clients is they have actually accidentally (laughs) integrated somebody else's values or dreams or wishes for them. And when they really look at it for themselves, they're like, no, or a season of life has changed. And what they valued in their 30s feels different to what they are valuing in a new season of life. And so I think it's okay to look at them and just double check against your own kind of gut or what one of my coaching friends calls your hut, your heart and your gut. (laughs) 
together to see how that feels. And another point I wanted to make is I love this idea of really focusing on what matters to you because what I see happen, I work, of course, with physicians a lot, but I also work in other sectors, financial services and law and other places doing coaching and time and stress management consulting. And a lot of times what happens is when people are talking about career change, they want to move away from something. I'm sick of my boss, right? That's one of the most common reasons that people make a job change is because of their direct <laughs> supervisor or leadership, or I'm tired of X, Y, Z. And what I think it's similar advice that you hear from marriage counselors. If the only reason you're leaving something is just to get away from it, there's a good chance you're going to repeat it. And so I really like having the idea of those core values as a destination of what you're moving toward, as opposed to only thinking exclusively about all the things are wrong with what you're moving away from. Because I have seen it in physician clients where they end up accidentally repeating the same dang thing over and over again at a new location, <laughs> believing that's going to fix everything as well. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely agree. I think you bring up an important point because it does show up in a different suit <laughs> in a different location. And so what is your motivation for leaving? And to come to the point where you feel at peace with not only a decision to leaving, but where you're moving towards. In other words, I'm really leaving because I'm curious about something else. I'm really leaving because I want a different way of living my life. I'm really leaving because I'm looking for a different quality to my life. Not just because you're sick of something. And you're absolutely right about that, Jill. Check your motivation. Not just your core values, but check your motivation. What is really the driver here? And I think it ties into perhaps the second reason why people leave and why it's important to really start checking in with your values is, do you feel like you're stagnating? Is that part of the reason why you're leaving? Maybe you're looking for a growth opportunity or something that uses your strengths in a better way. It's easy for physicians to get bogged down in trying to be everything to everyone, not only in clinical settings, but in non-clinical settings as well. The committees, the meetings, the projects, the, <laughs> the et cetera, et cetera, that can really pile on. Is it in line with your growth? Is it in line with your learning? Is it really what you want to do? And so that too may lead to a career change or a different role, even within the same organization. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're leaving that particular place, but it could. Again, are you growing? Do you want to grow? In what ways are you not growing? In what ways do you want to grow would be kind of the second reason why a career change or a shift, even within the same organization, may be in order because you're starting to ask yourself those questions. What do you think about that, Jill? I think that's perfectly said. It's just really, again, it's the motivation. And even if the situation feels untenable and it's like, I got to make a change because I can't thrive here, then it's still being clear on what you want to create or cultivate for yourself wherever you move to and whatever it is you do moving toward that. You know, I think that's a really important emphasis. If y'all don't take anything else away from it today, it's getting clear on what you want to move toward as opposed to just what you're leaving behind. Another thing that I tell people is a lot of times when people are feeling some angst or agitation around a shift, that is that it's okay to sit for a minute and let some clarity come in. Sometimes when people start feeling irritated or agitated, they just feel like, I gotta go. I had a wise teacher once tell me, it's a little like if you just scoop up a cup full of river water, it's kind of cloudy, right? Because there's a lot of sediment and stuff is moving. And if you let it sit, even for a relatively short period of time, the sediment tends to go to the bottom and you get clear water 
And I think that's a good metaphor for this too sometimes is if you're activated, if you've had a situation that feels frustrating in the midst of it, often I think it's an okay thing to wait until some of that agitation or irritation has cleared before you make a big decision. Doesn't mean you won't end up making the decision to leave or stay, but I think people tend to have more regret about decisions they make when they are all stirred up in an emotionally activated state instead of waiting to sort of process that emotion. What are your thoughts on that? I agree. If the agitation sometimes is a good thing, a lot of times it's a good thing because it becomes a signal. It's like things got to give here because this is not a comfortable feeling. So yes, be in your discomfort for a little while until you get clarity. Talk to your trusted partners. Talk to people that may be outside of your realm who may have a different perspective. It gives you the opportunity to really just kind of seek advice to sit with something before making a big move. There are situations, however, as you said, if it's totally untenable and you got to go, then you got to go. And then it could be that in a new situation, that's when you can really start talking to your trusted partners and just be in a more reflective place. When the situation, let's say in place A, you know, I've had that experience and I've had colleagues with that experience become so intolerable that there's no way that you can think straight. Then perhaps, yes, taking a step back, leaving that situation to then be able to think more clearly elsewhere is a possibility and that happens. The key is to be okay with being uncomfortable, to be okay with asking questions, to understand that it is perfectly natural to be asking questions and to be curious about the answers and to check in with yourself. As you said, Jill, it's not just about what's pushing you out and reacting to a difficult situation, but it's about what pulls you forward, where you're going to what would you like to see? What do you imagine for yourself five years from now, 10 years from now? You know, is what you're doing now a good fit for what you see for yourself in the future? Because it may not be. And so that's when career considerations and career changes come into play. Whether it's within medicine, outside of medicine, maybe doing both. I mean, the possibilities are endless. So what would be like the top three things, Jill, that someone needs to take into consideration based on what we talked about in terms of knowing when to make that career move? I think it's get clear on your values. Don't be afraid to revisit them frequently (laughs) and certainly before you make a big decision. And kind of the addendum to that is get clear on your motivation as well. What is it that matters to you before you take any big steps? I think that's a really big point. Another one is to be willing to take some time and let it get clear if you're feeling yourself stirred up or agitated, if at all possible. And I think the third point you said beautifully, you do have to be willing to get uncomfortable in this situation because if you're staying, you might have to get a little uncomfortable to have some courageous conversations with people that are providing some of the challenge or the catalyst for you wanting to change. And if you make a change, it's uncomfortable, right? It's uncertain. We're doing something that's different. And so I think that's important. And then the final thing that I think is just so important is make sure you're moving toward something that matters and not just away from something you want to stop because it's driving you nuts. I think it's just a clearer way to have a smoother transition as you're moving on to what's next. What did I miss? I think you covered it all. I think the end result is you want to feel at peace with your decision. Even if other people disagree with you, It's okay as long as you can feel at peace with the decision and you're leaving with that sense of peace as opposed to frustration or anger. But really, it's like, okay, I did the right thing. I don't know what's ahead. And I remember looking at that last pay stub when I finally made that move. 
there was a tremendous sense of peace because I had spent the time to think about my decision and is this the right thing for me? Because I'm not leaving something, I'm moving towards something else. And so once you're in that space where you can feel comfortable saying, okay, it's time to go, even going forward and you're not sure what your next steps are, like your immediate next steps, that's okay. You want to leave a situation feeling good about yourself and holding your head up high. Excellent ideas. As always, it's a blast to talk about these things with you and to learn from your wisdom and be with you here today. And it's awesome being with all of you who've joined us as well. We really appreciate you being here. And we want you to go tell your friends, tell your colleagues, tell everyone you know. If you're getting something meaningful out of this, assume they will too. So make sure you let other physicians know that this is a really good resource for them to have more peace and productivity and what matters to them in their lives. So we want you to bring your friends to us as well. Also, if you haven't signed up, go to docworking.com. We want you on our list so we can tell you about all of the great courses that are coming, information on coaching, if that's what you need in order to help you thrive. So go to docworking.com and sign up today. Until next time. My name is Gabriella Dennery, MD. This is Jill Farmer for Doc Working the Whole Physician Podcast. Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Amanda Taran. I'm the producer of the Doc Working Podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please like and subscribe. We would also love it if you checked out our website, which is docworking.com. And you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. On Instagram, we are docworking1, and that is with the number 1. When you check us out on social, please let us know what you would like to hear on the podcast. Your feedback really means a lot to us. And if you're a physician with a story you'd like to tell, please reach out to me at amanda at docworking.com to apply to be on the podcast. Thank you again, and we look forward to talking with you on the next episode of Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast.